0: and we are back with another episode of anime while black podcast it's your girl regina Moretto, your host as always this is going to be my first solo dolo episode normally i have somebody to talk to i am talking to myself and to you guys this episode for this week is about Inuyasha is Bay. not just Inuyasha, the show, and my reasons why I have been such a fan of Inuyasha for over 20 years, but really, it's just been that long. Inuyasha is a lot of people's starter anime, and for me, it really wasn't my starter anime, but it is in my top 10 list of anime of all time, so let's get into it. To start, for Inuyasha noobs or people who haven't watched Inuyasha, there will be a few plot spoilers. So if you want to, if you're the kind of person that likes to just watch a show fresh with like no preconceived notions or anything, skip. If you are a person that likes to be convinced of why you should watch an anime, this is your episode. A lot of people like to debate about Inuyasha as um, good anime or what is it about him or like as far as like, why do girls like Inuyasha? I feel like it combines a little bit of the best of both shoujo and shonen type genres. You've got um, really good characters, character development, all of your characters, mm, all of your main cast sees character arc in their story. Um, the ancillary characters, do get a little bit of development or a backstory. Um, You've got, I guess you could say there's a couple of elements going on. There is a, because there's two main protagonists, Inuyasha and Kagome. So a lot of people think the show is just about Inuyasha, but the catalyst for Inuyasha's story deals with Kagome. Kagome slash Kikyo slash Kagome slash Kagome we're going to go ahead and break all of that down and I'll make all of this make sense to you (laughs) because it's not really a complicated but it's a very interwoven story that has a lot of different things that kind of are wrapped around the plot which is why I feel like it's a really good um, series there are seven movies that they made after every single um, which was really cool after every season there was a movie that kind of wraps up The series that season and then catapults it into the next season. So it's, it's a, it's a lot. It's got great fan base. And so circling back. Let's get into it. To start, Inuyasha is a half demon, half human character. And his goal is to be completely demon, so he can have full uh, access to the capacity of his powers. His father, a dog demon, was a really, really powerful demon. He has an older brother, Sushomaru, who is also bay but problematic, also who gives him a really hard time and doesn't accept him because of his human blood. So you have this character who's fighting with accepting himself and where he fits into society. And so because he's half demon, he was raised his mother was a noble woman he was a little bit alienated and ostracized for being half demon whereas he did not fit into the demon world so you've got this personality conflict and acceptance and all of that that's his backstory um he meets kikyo somewhere along in his past because and they fall in love they start a relationship and kikyo is a um priestess of a particular shrine and she's the protector of the Shikonotama jewel, which is the jewel of four souls. It can make demons really, really powerful or in Inuyasha's case, after falling in love with Kikyo, make him completely human so they can spend the rest of their lives together. There's an epic betrayal somewhere in there that I don't want to get into and spoil for you all, but there's an epic betrayal. They turn against each other and in essence, um, she, her last, her dying breath, Kikyo pins Inuyasha to the tree of souls. I want to say I can't remember the name of the tree. I'm sorry. It has been probably forever since I really sat down and watched the episode, from the series from season one, but I will research, recap it, put it in the credits below somewhere so you guys can know, especially so gatekeepers who want to like jump in and be like, she's not a real fan. I'm older than you. I've been watching it for longer than you. Give me space. Anyway, so back to this little um, plot device. He gets pinned to this tree, and he's there for in his time. It's about 50 years that passed. Pass forward to the future. Kagome, modern day girl living in Tokyo. Her family are the descendants of Kikyo and Kaede. Kikyo had a younger sister. The protectors of this particular um, shrine, and. Spoiler alert, plot spoiler alert. Kagome is the reincarnation of Kikyo. So secretly hidden within her is the freaking jewel that like Kikyo was buried with and um, burned with so that no demons would ever have this this jewel and this power and all the fighting that was going on back and forth between that. So Kagome, one day, she's hanging out with her little brother Sota on their way for school in the morning. They're trying to find their Um, cat Buyo which is kind of funny to me because in Italian it means scary or like scared and his name if he's okay so (laughs) they're looking for their little cat Buyo um I don't know what it means in Japanese gotta look it up and he is in this uh well that's kind of boarded up with a uh a uh, little sacred scroll over it to protect it, of course, and seal in whatever's in there. They find the cat, and they're like, okay, great. And a centipede lady's arms come out of the well and grab Kikio and pull her into it. Crazy. As she's being pulled into it, of course, she's being pulled through time. It's a very good episode. It happens in the first episode. And um, she kind of manifests this power from you know, Kikyo's spiritual, immense spiritual powers and is able to like kind of defend or propel this woman off of her, climbs out of the well into the feudal era of Japan. And so as she's trying to acclimate herself and find her way back home, while realizing like none of the things from the city or around are there, she happens upon Inuyasha. Um, she goes up, she sees him and is like, is that a boy? You know, whatever. The villagers come out and they're like, you're in the Forbidden uh, Forest. They call it Inuyasha's Forest. They tie her up, they take her to Kaede, who is no longer little sister. She is now the head priestess of the Shikonotama Shrine. Let's say it like that. So, anywho, going forward, cause I have to give you all of this information so that I can break down and tell you why this is my favorite anime. All of these things, um, they, this is basically the first episode. So I'm not spoiling the series in general for you. I'm just giving you a little bit of background story. If you like Feudal Era Japan, this is definitely an anime you will like. Um, I don't know which period it is. I don't want to say it's the Edo period, but we'll find out. But it's really, it's really, really good. Um, so... Continuing, Kaede kind of recognizes some similarities between Kagome and her sister, um, but also realizes that this is a child versus her sister was, at that time, you know, kids weren't kids back then. It was like you were an adult at, like, 15 so kaya Gome also had just had her 15th birthday i don't know if that was really how old kikyo was at the same time i'm gonna give her 17 because that's more in a lot of the anime i've watched like when you're really really an adult versus a kid or a young woman it's like that 15 to 17 age difference gives like a lot of maturity development in um anime moving on so <sighs> I feel like I'm trying to talk really fast, <laughs> really sure about a tie. Um, because this is a short episode. So coming back, but I'll make it two parts. So if anybody has additional questions, I will come back to that. So staying on track, Katie brings to Kokomi's attention that hey, you know, there's something going on. She kind of like you know spills the beans a little bit without revealing too much. She just kind of is like, you know, you're the spitting image. You're this. You're that. Um, But I see that you are completely different. Um, They get attacked by the centipede. Kagome tries to lead the centipede lady off, Mr. Centipede off. She leads her into the woods and the lady is like definitely going after the jewel. She bites a chunk out of Kagome where the jewel was hidden beneath her ribs. She eats it and just goes, bananas like buck wild, starts destroying stuff she's gonna eat people i mean that's what demons do and kagome is like oh my god i need help and inuyasha of course awakened by the smell of her blood and thinking she's kikyo was like hey if you why don't you defend her off already why are you playing around what's taking so long kikyo she keeps accusing he keeps accusing her of being kikyo and she's like i'm not kikyo and then he's like you're right well can you take this arrow out of my heart and I'll help you. And so she does, that's kinda cute. (laughs) And then of course he goes buck wild and he's like, ha ha, like, you know, I am not your friend, but I'm gonna get this because I want the jewel. Coyote's like, no, don't release him. So of course, eventually he defeats the lady, mistress, centipede, whatever. And, um, but before he can get away with the jewel and all of this, Coyote, binds him with a particular charmed necklace that has um that binds his spirit and only uh Kagome can control him like or like make him submit and of course the word that she chooses to make him submit is sit boy and I used to feel so bad for Inuyasha when she does that to him because it instantly pulls him like down like faceplant into the ground. And there's a lot of times throughout the series where when she's just pissed off at him, she abuses it. She gives him like an ultimate sit in a couple of episodes where she's just like sit, 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 sit. And it just pounds and pounds and pounds him and his spiritual energy into the ground. Well sometimes he be deserving it. He is very problematic. So let's get into that. Um another reason number one that I like the series is half demon. It's it's a recurring thing in a lot of anime He's a white-haired half-demon. Look, white hair. When he starts out, his, he's very powerful for a half-demon. However, he don't have that heat, really, and so it takes him a little bit longer to defeat enemies. He gains skill points and stuff as he's going along, following Kikiyo across the country, trying to um, reclaim the shards of the Tama jewel. Um, his commitment to it is more about himself in the beginning. And he has you know, this good character arc where he becomes um, a little bit more about the betterment of others and stuff like that and less about himself. There's a lot that's revealed about him and you can understand and relate when you see the abuse that he goes through from humans, from his brother. Um, he fights his brother. He has, Inayash you know, has a lot of annoying antagonist characters um, a lot of annoying protagonist characters, too, but a lot of his villains and his um, the people that he and Kikyo have, Akugome, correction, have to defeat are annoying. Annoying. Um, I feel like the beef between him and his brother, Sashomaru is annoying but necessary. It kind of has... It has a reason. And there's a turning point uh, also for Sashomaru who absolutely loathes humans. I think he's jealous of um, Inuyasha because his dad somewhat played favorites to Inuyasha because of him being weaker and more vulnerable um, which Shishomaru has no love for vulnerability or weakness or anything like that which is why he hates humans he only believes in strength and power um, funny thing about Shishomaru uh, super super powerful does not care about the Shikon Natama jewel whatsoever. He is very aloof and very stoic, um, shows no emotions. And Inuyasha is completely the literal parallel opposite to his brother, Um, except for the aloofness. Both of them are very, very hereditarily aloof, which is why they're problematic love interests, because they cannot connect in that way. I mean, like, of course, Kagome falls in love with Inuyasha, gets a crush on him through the series. And there it's like in this story, there's an interwoven love triangle between Inuyasha Kagome and Kikyo and his love for Kikyo. Um, He cares about Kagome in the sense that she is the reincarnation of Kikyo. And so that love is there. But at the same time, she's not. And it's almost like he punishes her for like it through like she does everything for Inuyasha. She cooks, she uh, takes care of him, his wounds and all of that. And he just can't commit. So what's a funny story is my Twitch um, username is Inuyasha Waifu. And a lot of people are like, Oh, that's Kikyo. And I was like, no, that's Kugoman. I'm like, no, like literally neither one of them could get him to behave. So Problematic love interest. um Again, like I was saying, there's the tr- uh, the tryst. It's three people in a little love triangle, and I'll get to that in the future episode where we really, really break down the series later. But there's also a really, really good um, circle of like action, fighting. When he starts off in the beginning, he has like pretty much one move. It's like hitting A or B over and over again on your SNES controller. He's got Iron Reaver, Soul Stealer, which is he just uses his claws and kind of breaks through things. He also has like a berserker mode where when he loses his humanity and he's just all demon, but it's not good in the sense that like where Sashomaru has full access to his powers and is super powerful, he is an animal. Like he is just like unreasonable, can't be rationalized with, will destroy everything in his path. So he's like a lower level dumb which there's a whole caste system in Inuyasha, so you'll get to see that. Um, There's a different caste between the, um, you'll see through the demons and their powers and stuff like that. Um, Let's see, going on. um, Love story, great characters, um, great action development, very, very beautifully written, very well drawn. Every episode has an um, intro and outro, and every season they change the intro and outro um, songs. The soundtrack for Inuyasha is immaculate. It slaps. It slaps. I used to. This is my inner weeb coming out. I used to literally just sit. And play the songs, the intro outro songs for Inuyasha in my car. Like when I lived in Hawaii and I was so, I was such a nerd. Oh my God. It's embarrassing. Not going to flashback. No. Okay. So, so if you're into all of those different things, I think you'll like the show. Um, I can go ahead and tell you about the other characters. Notes. Because I'm forgetful and it's hard to stay on track, but um, we talked about, you know, he's a really powerful demon. He wants to cheat on the It's two o'clock. Thanks, Siri. Um, problematic brother, who's also fine. A love story that transcends time. That's another thing. It's time travel. A lot of people forget about that. Like literally Kagome goes back and forth between the present and in the past. Um, There's cute elements of that, like when she introduces them to ramen and like this little boiler pot, she brings back all this camping gear, like when she's really committed to basically this life path, this journey. And so I feel like that's also where I haven't talked about her character development, but it is. She goes from this very young, not so much spoiled, but just a young girl that is privileged that lives in future Japan, hanging out with her friends, going to Wackdonald's, Yes. Wackdonald's, Donald's and worrying about tests and you know, this boy that everybody at school likes that happens to like her. Um, he's a simp, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, yeah, like, he puts up with Kagome going back and forth. through time, her lack of interest in him because she's interested in Inuyasha, then there's a time when Inuyasha comes into the future, and um, I can't remember this guy's name because he's that unimportant. He's like, oh, I heard you had, like, this, you know, abusive, controlling boyfriend, blah, 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 is it's him, and it's just like, he's not even her boyfriend, that's, that's her man, but, ugh. so, anyway, Additional supporting characters, great characters at that, of course, um, there is Kagome, she's a supporting character as well as the protagonist, the main character of the show, Um, she propels the plot, she moves everything along, again, like I said, without her, there would be no Inuyasha series, so, um, Moroku, the lecherous monk. He's, of course, in the past. Um, She meets Sango along the way, who has a younger brother, Kohaku. Um, They are from a family of demon slayers that mm, watch their character development and their plot. I'm not going to spoil it, but Sango and Kohaku are about that life. You're really going to like them as characters. Um, Just a little side note, too, about the new version of Inuyasha that's coming up that we assume is... Kagomi and Inuyasha's child. Uh, I feel like they brought a lot of elements from all of the like the group dynamic into the um, the future kids and stuff like that, that next gen thing. So as we analyze and break this down through a series of episodes, it'll kind of prepare you for that that's coming out because I literally have waited 20 years for this. Hmm. All right. So then, of course, um, Sango rides around on this um, demon cat with two tails called Key rara in Japanese and kilala in English and she's so cute when she's little and then she like into this huge huge demon cat thing and she can fly there's Shippo he's a little fox demon he has a little sad backstory his dad was killed and he's so cute and he's like the mascot every anime has to have a mascot there's also Miyoga who is kind of like a conscious, a Jiminy Cricket kind of guide for Inuyasha, and he helps Kagome out with kind of wrangling him. Yoga is a flea, and uh, he knows a lot about Inuyasha, Inuyasha's family, Inuyasha's father, the history, and just all the lore surrounding Inuyasha and his family, and helps Kagome, when she needs to wrangle him in or focus him and redirect him on their purpose and their mission. And he's um, a scary cat, so he's always like popping up whenever, you know, he's needed and disappearing when shit gets heated. Uh, Let's see, Kikyo, who personally gets on my nerves. I mean, I feel like a lot of people love her because she is um, Inuyasha's original love interest. She is immensely powerful as a priestess she um she's boring though she's just boring for me it's just like i'm this elegant regal priestess and she even talks like that and she's very dry with very lofty words and when she spoiler alert comes back to life she is mad as hell and She messes up a lot of stuff that (laughs) Inuyasha Kagome have going on. Inuyasha sees uh, Kikyo and was like, bump, you Kagome, bye, you know, I'm about this grown woman life, you little kid. It's, it's, it's good. It's really, really good. I'm not, I'm kind of oversimplifying it because this is the first episode. I'm just introducing you to concepts, themes. Characters, good thing that I didn't number it and be like, here's my top three, top five, top 10 reasons why you're gonna like Inuyasha because this is a mess. The show is a mess, but you will love it if you like deep shows. Then this is very deep. Uh, let's see, Mm-mm-mm. annoying as hell. The most the main protagonist, I mean, antagonist for Inuyasha, which moves around like several episodes, is Naraku. Naraku is a Baboon, spider, monkey, demon, shadow, puppet master. He is immensely powerful. He is, his whole thing is hmm, jealousy. And he creates a lot of um, manifestations of himself, other demons. He has that power to pull other, create demons from parts of himself. And he makes shit messy. He makes it very, very difficult. I'm not going to spoil it for you because he is a good, a very, 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 very good antagonist. After, like, Inuyasha and Kagome get past all of, like, the little small annoying characters, the Thunder Brothers, um, Koga, even though Koga's legit, like, he, tra- you know, like, he's a character that starts off as a antagonist villain, but then comes to their side and becomes one of their friends. Well, Kagome's friend. He's obsessed with her. Um, and he wants her to be, like, his wolf- demon mate and the mother of his little tribe kind of thing but like in the difference of like Koga and Inuyasha is like Koga would do anything for uh, Kagome, has saved her many times actually loves her in a um romantic way and is still stupid behind Inuyasha and it's like honestly truth be told I feel like A battle between Inuyasha and Koga, it depends uh, because like when they first interact, Koga like literally got with it and gave Inuyasha a run for his money. But of course, series like you can't let the main character really get be whooped by an ancillary character. But I mean, in reality, Koga being a full demon and he had pieces of the Shikon jewel in his legs and his arms he brought that heat and Inuyasha was not living. It was just like, he was not having a good time about it. So that was a really good one. I have a little debate about that um, with other friends because uh, Koga really should be, you know, if Kagome were really going to like somebody, she should like somebody who likes her back. But then again, that's where I'm like bringing up the problematic love interest because I feel like, side note, like on feminism, As girls, we're conditioned to like the bad boy or go after the guy that is aloof and is uninterested in us and like prove our love for them and make them fall in love with us. And like, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. Go with the person that you like that or that likes you. Yeah. Okay. Back to Ina <laughs> So let's see, blah, blah, blah. The jewel of Flower souls. You got that point. This jewel is like a very, very powerful jewel. It's a blessed, sacred jewel. Um, you'll find out the history behind this jewel and the four souls and the four souls that create it. Um, as you watch the series, I highly recommend this series because it is just, it's amazing. It's a really good story. I feel like Aside from you know some of the like lecherousness of Moroku and like he's very grab assy with all of the women, but um, Sango becomes his love interest. You get um, a really good show that you can actually watch with kids, and it's a good starter episode. I mean, it's a good starter series for people just getting into anime and wanting something that gives them action, drama, love, history, all of these different things. For me, I loved Inuyasha, and when I had the opportunity to go to Japan and actually see some of these places, like, my mind was blown. I love the attention to detail, because when I recognized the Ferris wheel, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, And so it's. I really think that um, you can't sleep on it because of just, like, oh, it's cheesy, it's got this love story, it's got this, it's got this little girl. Because there's so much more to Kagome than a little girl who has a crush on a demon. There's so much more to him than just, you know, him pining after Kikio as they go on this long ass journey through several episodes to put this jewel back together. And it's a determination of people going on a journey of self identification, finding themselves of learning about being of service to others, about family, community, friends. It's all these different things. And it's entertaining. It's really, really entertaining. And you get to learn some things about, you know, legends, Japanese legends and lore. Um, There's an episode where some demons came from the mainland. So when they mention that in an anime, that usually means China. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of... um, ancient cultural ties between China and Japan. There's um, some differences with uh, cultural ties from Okinawans and Japan. And so um, without going into Okinawa episodes of um, anime, which would give us Samurai Champloo and the character Ren, we're gonna stick with Inuyasha and just say it's a good starter anime. I highly recommend it. I think you'll enjoy it. If not, oh well. I mean, you can keep watching Dragon Ball Z, I mean, because that's what y'all like. So, Also, my lovely, 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 lovely hoodie that is like my favorite thing in the whole world is brought to you by Norlash. He designed this, hand-stitched this. This is not an iron-on. This is an actual stitched applique. And I'm really grateful to have it. I've been starting to get fan art. Uh, Shout out to Say to the Kid. And just everybody, I really appreciate you all following me along on this journey to talk to y'all about anime because I freaking love it. I am working on my swearing. Aren't y'all proud of me? And I will see y'all next episode. Peace out.